0: This is an Equity Beats Media podcast. Have a listen to this. Have a listen to this.
1: Now that kind of talk this week dragged Australia's share market to this a two-year low. There are who is
2: the Stephen Bradbury of course
0: He was business. the big spender. The big spender doing Mr. the grocery 28. shopping 28. could take a huge chunk out of the family budget, and that's finance.
1: Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Comedian versus Economist. We demystify the world of money and help you get a handle on the bigger picture. And today we're going to try and demystify share trading a bit. And I say it's a special bonus episode rather than just your regular run-of-the-mill bonus episode because we're lucky enough today to be joined by none other then Alec and Bryce from Equity, mate. How are you going, guys? Very well, Adam. Thank you for having us.
0: Great to be with you guys. Uh, it's, been, it's been a while since we've connected and what a great reason we're connecting.
1: Oh, welcome to the CVE bunker. Uh, <laughs> nice to have you in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we're teaming up today to talk about the ASX share market game, um, which we're, we've we partnered with the ASX to to put together some content and, and really run with this game and um, hopefully have a lot of fun and also learn a lot along the way. So perhaps, uh, Alec, for people that might not be familiar with the game, could you explain a little bit about what it is and, and what it's about?
0: So the share market game is a great way for people to learn about the share market without putting real money on the line. Uh, The ASX give you a dummy account with 50 grand and uh, let you practice trading uh, with real stocks uh, following the real market. And it's a great way to learn to invest without putting some money on the line.
1: Nice. And Bryce, have you played the game before? Are Are you coming into this as a seasoned campaigner? looking to dominate
2: absolutely yeah i mean uh, i don't i don't know about looking to dominate but seasoned player with really poor results so that's uh there's a lot of uh, upside for me we started playing back at school which was a lot of fun. There's a school share market game, which uh, we're also participating in, Well, we're not participating in, but uh, the Comedian V Economist and Equity Mates are supporting, but have been playing yeah. the game for a while. And it's actually how uh, Alec and I started, I think, uh, getting into stocks together, playing when we were back at uni. I remember trading Qantas and all the other really uh, dull, uh, semi-boring <laughs> stocks on the ASX 200, uh, but plenty of, plenty of opportunity out there, plenty of Long-term yeah. price, probably they were thinking, it was a long-term strategy. Long-term, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a great resource and uh, particularly if you're looking to understand a little bit more about the markets in the ASX 200, so it's a great way to sort of get started.
1: Yeah, nice. I was actually talking to a principal um, friend of mine and he said they don't really teach economics in high school anymore so there's some high schools that teach entrepreneurship that might be an alternative to economics now. So I was curious, Thomas, um, are you happy that maybe no one's coming for your job or are you a bit sad (laughs) knowing that uh, nobody wants to do what you do? Uh,
3: Yeah, we've been been workshopping ways to rebrand and make economics sexy for a while now. Uh, I think entrepreneurship is the, the latest fad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Could be the go. Um, if there are any teachers out there, by the way, who are interested in getting involved, wanting to know more, um, we're keen. Certainly, Thomas is going to put together some some content and written material um, to help out uh, with the ASX game and, and getting in, involved in schools. Um, if there's stuff that you want to know, that you want included, if there's stuff that Thomas can help out with, then reach out to us via email, cve at equitymates.com or on the website, equitymates.com forward slash CVE. And uh, every fortnight, we're going to be in, including a bit of a wrap of, of what's happening, where we're, where we're tracking, how much profit I've made, <laughs> uh, how far behind Thomas and Bryce and Alec are, and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll track it that way on the show and have, have a bit of fun. So I think we're going to set up some leagues and stuff, which we won't get into now, but we'd just love you guys out there to be involved and uh, come along on the journey with us and learn about the ASX, learn about share trading. But before we get started, of course, every game needs its rules. Bryce, you're a stickler for rules. <laughs> yes. Uh, can you give us a quick quick run through on what the rules of the game are?
2: Yeah, well, uh, for those that are listening and at school age, there is a share market game for schools. So uh, this game is for 18 years and older. And if you are like one of our team members in uh, Equity Mates who has multiple email accounts, you can't use multiple to try and sign up for many different accounts and uh, play the game that way. One game per person. So uh, don't We're try- We're going to get into
1: strategies later, but that was literally my number one strategy.
2: <laughs> well, I've just busted that. So I'll give you a couple of, mi- <laughs> give you a couple of minutes to, to think about it. Uh, but I think there are some, um, some important things to consider. Alex said at the top of the um, episode that this does fit, follow- the actual ASX uh, 200, the ASX market. So what happens in real life will happen in the game. Uh, you're av- you're able to invest in uh, the top 300 companies. Uh, and There's a range of ETFs available if that's uh, the type of investing that you want to do. And there are a selection of small and mid-cap companies as well. So all the normal rules that are on the ASX apply in this game. The game, it runs from 10 a.m. to 4.15. And there are a bunch of rules around how you can invest. So for example... If Ren wants to put all his 50000 on one stock, unfortunately, that is unable to happen. You can only put a position worth 25% of your portfolio to help you understand uh, what diversification means. Was that also one of your strategies, Adam? <laughs> 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 to go all in. <laughs> yeah, but then I read
1: somewhere that you, you can't buy stocks that are valued at less than a dollar a share. So, that kind of ruled out a lot, a lot of that strategy yeah, as well. Yeah, no
2: penny stocks. For my...
1: All all in on the penny stock strategy. So
2: plan C.
0: Bryce (laughs) needs to stop reading out rules. Otherwise, Adam will have no strategy left by the end of it. (laughs)
2: Just like real life, um, there is brokerage, so brokerage brokerage will be included when you trade, $20 brokerage up to 10000 and just like real life as well, there is corporate action, so if dividends are paid by companies, they will be added when announced and where feasible as well. So, uh, for more information, um, we'll include show notes to a comprehensive list of the terms and conditions and the rules, um, because there are a lot to get through, but uh, there are prizes on the line, so it's important to uh, understand if you're eligible or not. First First prize two thousand dollars second one and a half thousand and third is a thousand dollars so uh, if we perform well as a league a league guys we're uh, looking at some cash in the pocket
1: and I reckon if, if someone can if someone tops the league, then surely the equity mates can come to the party with maybe some prizes too. Perhaps, Bryce, can you give away one of your Teslas maybe with that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just one of my fleet of Teslas. Absolutely happy to give away. No, look, we'll we'll come to the party. We've got some merch. We've got some books. uh, CVE, um, you guys can, I don't know, ticket to your next stand-up show. Yeah, (laughs) And the bragging rights to go with
1: winning the league, of course. That's it. it, We'll live on in, in perpetuity. All right. Well, look. Let's talk strategies. Um, I thought we'd go through the four of us uh, in alphabetical order, which coincidentally is also one of my strategies. I'm just going to pick the top 50 (laughs) alphabetical. (laughs) So, in alphabetical order, starting with me, and I've had a lot of had a lot of thought about this. I wasn't sure. Thomas suggested one strategy was finding the CEOs with the best hairstyles in ASX, which I quite liked, but I thought that involved too much research to find (laughs) photos of all the CEOs. So, look, I, I've i gone with, I love my sport and I've gone with a, a sporting strategy and I'm just focusing in on companies which sponsor national sporting teams. Nice. <laughs> so, I think it gives me good uh, good diversity across a range of different industries. Obviously, big brand awareness. So, we've had the ashes. We've just finished the Australian Open. You know, so we're talking safety culture, Bondi Sands, ANZ. Disappointed to learn the Dunlop Sports, which is the home of the Dunlop Volleys. Unbelievably, a British company. That was, uh, that was painful to read. <laughs> so cricket, you obviously got you got Woolworths, Alinta Energy, Combank, um, some big names in there. So I figure it gives me access to some of the big, the big heavy hitters. You're obviously doing well if you're sponsoring the Aussie cricket team, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and so I figure that should, just, that should stand me in good stead. Epic. Um, any thoughts on my any thoughts on my approach, guys? Any 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 warning signs or well or uh, things to look out for?
0: Adam, you're down you're down in Adelaide. I'm guessing you're an Adelaide Crows supporter in the AFL.
1: No, I'm actually I'm actually an Essendon Bombers supporter, which oh, uh, okay. Bryce is uh, Bryce well, is on, on, on team bombers as well.
0: Well, I was gonna say uh, Crypto.com just became the major sponsor for the Adelaide Crows or one of the jersey sponsors, so maybe that's a sign that you need to be looking in the right the cryptocurrency world but i have no idea who the bombers are sponsored by
2: but <laughs> fujitsu i think or something they're not
0: listed in australia so you'll have to keep looking No, no. uh the sydney swan yeah, and it's
1: tricky because so, some of the companies that sponsor the, the the national teams are not necessarily australian companies not listed on the asx or they're owned by their parent company someone else so like i think detol sponsored the the cricketers You know, Bat-Bowl Dettol, um, but that's owned by one of the big um, uh, Johnson & Johnson or someone like that. I don't know. It's not them. Someone like them.
0: Well, for someone who wanted a strategy where they wouldn't have to do much work, you've certainly (laughs) given yourself a lot of work now that you've got to figure out who sponsors who and then who owns those companies, where are they listed. Uh, (laughs) Um, But, uh, Adam, if you want a shortcut, uh, the major sponsor for Australia's greatest sporting team, the Sydney Swans, is ASX listed? That's uh, QBE. Uh, insurance may not be the sexiest of industries, but that's one you should add to your watch list.
3: <laughs> all right. Effectively, your strategy is to go all in on consumer discretionary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right, right. And, like,
3: and some financials. Like, that's the other screen. You could you just get like a consumer discretionary ETF. You're going to get pretty close to the same thing.
1: Oh, well, no, like NRL, we've got Ampol, like the we've got, uh, mm-hmm. you know,
2: fuel, commodities. <laughs> commodities. <laughs> so, Adam, BB, I,
1: I have a question. Arguably I- also a commodity. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Is this uh, something that, are, are you going to buy all of them in one hit on day one? Mind you, the game kicks off on the 3rd of March. Uh, so, are you are going to be kicking 3rd of March, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you going to be uh, buying them all at once or is this a... Uh, Uh, an active trading over the period of time, how are you going to approach it?
1: Uh, no, 50 grand straight on the nose, all up. Um, day one, (laughs) nice drop it in. And because the game, the game, uh, you know, we talk about a long term, uh. You know, long-term horizon. Um, the game is only fifteen weeks, Bryce. You got to make your money. You got to get in to start you're making right, money you're day right. one. It
2: finishes on sixteenth of July. Um, yeah, that, that, that's an important, actually, an important TNC. You can't wait until mm. the second last day and uh, put all your money in and hope that it goes up. Uh, you have to have made. I, I'm pretty sure you have to have made a transaction by like mid yeah. mid April, twenty eighth of April. Honestly, that so, would be a pretty bad yeah.
0: strategy if you waited until the second last day. Anyway. Yeah, but then... You wouldn't uh,
2: Well, everything could... You, you know, uh, something might pop up. Well, something
0: so. might go... Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the only consideration to that probably is that I wouldn't mind reserving maybe five grand just for speckies and hot tips that anyone might have <laughs> that might want to email them through to CVE at equitymates.com. Good strategy. Um, I like that. If you... <laughs> 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 because I am quite partial to, to some inside info. So uh, if anyone has got any tips for me, then feel free, feel free to send them through. Nice. Um, but that's it. So all right, so moving right along, Alec, you're next on our, on our alphabetical order list. What do you got for us?
0: All right, well, this is a competition to learn about investing, but uh, you've only got 15 weeks. So some of the rules go out the window. So two big rules go out the window for me straight away. First of all, no diversification. I'll be buying four things, and that's it—twenty-five percent <laughs> each across four things. Go if on. I could put a hundred percent into one thing, I would. You know, normally you want to diversify your assets. Uh, and you want to have lots of different investments. So, if one thing goes really badly, it doesn't hurt your overall portfolio too much. Uh, it, mm. it reduces. It's 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 called reducing the volatility in your portfolio. But in fifteen weeks, when you want to win that prize, volatility is your friend. I'm going the all or nothing strategy of buy four things, hope they all go up. So that's number one for me. <laughs> <laughs> number two is cash is trash. I I right. normally you want to keep some cash on the sidelines as an investor, you know, as an emergency fund um, in case you need it. But also if opportunity strikes, you know, at the start of 2022, mm. we've seen a lot of stocks. Uh, fall, which means they're cheap, uh, and they might be a good buying opportunity, especially some American tech companies, very cheap. You want to keep some cash on the side so you can take advantage of an opportunity like that, but not in this ASX share market competition. I'll be putting all of my cash in on day one. I'm in it to win it. No cash on the sidelines for me. Nice, <laughs> Fast and the Furious. So
1: you've been you've been very cagey there. You've just, you've said four things. Which is giving me really nothing to go on. What are the four things?
0: Oh, what four companies will I be investing in? Uh, that's
1: or, to... or even sectors. What are you What are you thinking? That's to be determined. What's going to explode?
0: It won't be. Uh, it won't be any of Australia's big companies, though. No, no banks, uh, no supermarkets, no insurance companies. Sorry, Adam. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a minor, but um, I think you wanna you wanna look at the smaller companies, which may. Uh, be a little bit riskier, but uh, may also have the chance of, you know, p- jumping up 20% in a day. Um, mm. Couldn't tell you the last time Woolworths jumped 20% in a day. Um, no. So so that's uh, that's where I'm going to be looking. But honestly, I've got a month. school.
1: School's going back. Get on Officeworks or something like that.
0: O- <laughs> yeah, Officeworks, owned by West Farmers. They also own uh, right. Bunnings, which is uh, <laughs> Australia's greatest retailer. Yeah. Um, So we'll see, we'll see. But I think, and I think Bryce uh, is going to talk about this. But so I won't steal his thunder. But there's some key events coming up in the 15 weeks that I think will affect Mm. where I put my money.
2: Nice segue, interesting. (laughs) Nice. All right, Bryce, over to you.
1: What's your What's your strategy?
2: Yeah. Well, Adam, we're starting the game at a time where we're probably going to be smack bang in the middle of Australian reporting season. And that is always mm. a time where, you know, if uh, companies are going to surprise the market, that's uh, an opportunity to hopefully get in early and see some 10 15% double-digit growth in some stocks. Alternatively, if they're underperforming, uh, you know, uh, don't hit estimates, then uh, we we could see the market go the other way. But normally, it's a period where there's a bit of volatility and a lot of movement and activity in the market. So that's one thing to be aware of as we kick off this game. We've also got Mm. all this stuff coming through with inflation, which I'm sure Thomas is going to talk about, and a lot going on overseas. And we tend to see the Aussie market sort of follow the US in some way. So I've got my eyes closely on the US over there. The way I'm going to approach it is start off on a bit of a negative. Note and twenty five percent of my portfolio is going to be a ASX listed bear ETF. It's going to be negatively geared, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm anticipating the ASX. Interesting, yeah. I'm anticipating that we're going to see a bit of a slide in the ASX during reporting season, and uh, I'm going to start my portfolio with uh, a position that will benefit that. Uh, Then I'm going to take a look at some of the unloved or really uh, some of the companies that have been hit really hard. The Magellan Financials, for example, it's really down. Leading into reporting season, is it going to surprise the market? If it does, we might see some good results. I'm unsure. so I'm going to be looking at some companies that are right down the bottom and hoping that over the next 15 weeks... Uh, we can see a bit of a turn. Just the way
1: your eyes were darting around then, Bryce, as you are talking about Magellan, it was almost like you had some inside info. No, I've got some money
2: in it, though, and it's pretty bloody painful. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that was just the nervous twitch yeah, like that it. comes on from being invested in it. It's
2: hope. It's hope. It's just hope, Adam. It's hope. <laughs> that's, that's all this game is, isn't it? Yeah. Hope. Well, that's why... And I just want to point out that if... um. This game isn't all about uh, individual stock picking. Nice that the ASX have now enabled you to invest in ETFs and listed investment companies as well. So if you want to back a thematic or an index, um, you can do so as well. So... Um, that might be an approach. Is there, a,
1: is there a national sports team ETF? I could just save myself a lot of research. I think, there's an, I think
2: there's an eSports, but uh, maybe you could pitch it to the, <laughs> one of the uh, ETF providers. They're, they're, I'm, not yeah. sure,
0: I'm not sure if they're in the game, but there is actually a national sports team listed on the ASX. The Broncos. The, Bron- the Brisbane really? Broncos in the Rugby League ah, are ASX right. listed. So maybe you could load up on them. Unfortunately, not top 300, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think. they long,
2: long Broncos. Yeah. Uh, so that's me and uh, looking forward to um checking in seeing how that strategy is probably not playing out at all so
1: yeah absolutely all right and last but certainly not least thomas uh are you applying your macro lens to this or is it not is it not just not long enough
3: yeah, yeah. Macro. 15 weeks is pretty pretty short to see a macro trend play out. Uh,
1: I don't know. The last commodity super cycle was was started and finished in about a fortnight. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I think,
3: like we so said, if you're going to play a macro trend, you're looking for somewhere where you think the consensus is off, where you feel like you've got an edge and uh, you can sort of play that. So, Thinking about that, I think I think the reopening is going to be quicker and stronger than we expect. I reckon people are sort of a bit negative and over, overly pessimistic about Omicron and what's what effect that's having. So uh, I'm looking. I think I might I'll be checking reopenings plays early in the early in the game. I'm going to stay away from sort of the growth stocks early on. I think inflation is going to get a run on. I think we'll get a strong wages print next month, um, and that'll sort of fuel fuel the fear about further rate hikes from the RBA. Uh, I reckon by about midway through the game, that'll start to turn. And I think uh, you know, right now, markets are giving a hundred percent probability of a rate a, a single rate hike by June. I think that's I think that's I don't I don't think that's right. And I think that that'll start to shift, particularly if rate hikes in the US start to derail the US economy, particularly if the property sector continues to crash land over in China. I think the outlook for the Australian rate you know cycle is probably overcooked. And so I think If things start to wobble around the world, which is what I'm expecting, which is my sort of difference from consensus, then I think we might see a softening there and we'll expect more money coming into the Aussie economy and that might sort of fuel some of your growth stocks. I might look to pick some up. Around middle of the game, I think that's sort of they're the data points I'm looking to sort of try and get on the right side of.
0: Adam, I don't, I don't know why you went in alphabetical order. Thomas definitely should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It kind of wraps it all up nicely. <laughs> yeah, I just think. No,
2: yeah, well, I think, uh,
1: I think the one thing we can we can be sure of is that Thomas and I have put exactly the same amount of thought and preparation and research <laughs> into this. <laughs> Certainly, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be, I've got some data points too, Tom. Don't worry, I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll got mine. <laughs> the, the other, the other one,
3: just what I wanted to say, I've, I've, I reckon the Aussie dollar is going to tank oh, wow. mid-year as well. If like if if the the US Fed remains hawkish and the RBA stays dovish, which they are right now, so the markets are currently expecting them to turn turn hawkish. I reckon they'll stay dovish, and I reckon that'll that'll push the Aussie dollar lower, which might help some of your miners and some plays like that.
0: So, Thomas, just for people who, well, we should first of all say if you didn't follow anything Thomas said there. Go check out comedian V Economist back catalogue. Um, but you, so you mentioned that <laughs> you mentioned that the Aussie dollar gets weaker. We can't invest uh in currencies in this uh share market competition. So how would you how would you play that? What would you look to do if you're right and the Aussie Aussie dollar does get weaker?
3: Typically, your exporters benefit from a weaker Aussie dollar. Yeah. So yeah, and your domestic account, domestic producers suffer because they've got higher import prices, so it costs them more to, to produce stuff. And and they're already struggling with higher import import costs. We're seeing that in the business survey data. I would expect to see that in the reporting season early on. Companies that are dependent on on imports are really going to struggle. I would expect. So your commodity exporters, though, like yeah, you're just exporting pure commodities every. You know as the Aussie dollar depreciates that's just money in your pocket so whether that's baked in yeah it's going to depend a little bit on how strong the headwings like if, if China's property sector does sort of crash it is crashing if it, if it gets if it is messy if it doesn't unwind nicely that's not a good news story for iron ore um, so that might be a problem but for other commodity exporters even agricultural exporters like maybe you know wheat and grains and you know food sector that that could that could benefit quite well as well milk talking about unloved companies. Yeah, so export, export exposed companies would be the ones to look for. All
1: right, very good. Uh, all right, well, we better wrap it up there. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us on Comedian versus Economist. We'll look forward to uh, getting more involved. We, we're going to be sharing more and more information about this as we go. So keep your ears out uh, across Equitymates Media for news and information regarding the ASX share trading game, regarding the leagues, regarding how... How you can get involved yourself, uh, how you can follow our progress or lack thereof, um, and I think it's just going to be—I think it's going to be a really, a really fun time. And hopefully, we'll all. I know I'll definitely learn a lot out of it, uh, and hopefully, I'll, I'll win, and and we can just all sit back and laugh at Thomas's deep <laughs> analytics
0: honestly it'll be a travesty if Thomas doesn't win but I, but I can't wait to say it <laughs> uh,
2: and I just want to say for those listening on the equity mates feed at the moment and if you're not subscribed to CVE make sure you do because uh, as you said Adam you're going to be giving uh, up- updates and um, you've heard uh, you've heard how um, I guess in tune with uh, the macro state of play that um, Thomas and well and Adam is as well. So, um, <laughs> so uh, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, you to don't that. have to say that, Bryce. Thank you, Will. It's fine. <laughs> um, and also keep an eye out. Make sure you sign up to the uh, to the email as well, the ASX uh, email, because uh, Thomas will be giving uh, a macro update fortnightly as well, which will be some great reading, some good charts to help you uh, in the game as well. So.
0: So to clarify, if you're signed up to the game, you're automatically signed up to the email.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, stay tuned. Don't forget, guys, check out the ASX website for a list of great resources to help you along. Uh, You can find an advisor. There's broker reports, charting tools, lots of things to get you started and keep you going throughout the game. So Make sure you check that out. There'll be a link in the show notes. And thanks, guys, for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Comedian vs. Economist. Cheers.
2: Comedian vs. Economist is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Comedian vs Economist are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Comedian Burst Economist acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.